0: Racists, you're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast, where you send us your most sinister movie dares, and we suffer the consequences for your amusement. I'm Corky McDonald, local comedian, and I'm going to haunt your ass forever. <laughs> and with me, as always, is Daniel Barnes, the film critic for the Sacramento News and Review, and a member of the San Francisco Film critic Circle.
1: That woke me up. Hi, everyone. As Quirky said on this show, we do your dirty work, you dirty, dirty dogs, by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine. Do we do your dirty work dirt cheap, though? No, we do it for free, baby. Ugh, we got to work on those price points. (laughs) But we do it by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine, and then we review and rate them on our unique system. A run-of-the-mill bad film, we give a dare, double dare to the truly atrocious amongst the cinema set, and we reserve the reverse dare for a despised movie that is actually pretty good.
0: Today on the podcast, we'll be reviewing the 1990 crime dramedy, Heart Condition, starring Bob Hoskins as a racist cop haunted by the ghost of an African-American lawyer played by Denzel Washington. That old saw. This dare came to us from a friend of a podcast who has their own podcast. Gav from the Film on Trials podcast gave us a stare. He said, I'm not going to try the accent. (laughs) I've been watching a lot of Denzel films recently, and I've discovered this hidden gem. Our mate Denz plays a lawyer who dies. His heart is given to a racist cop, Bob Hoskins, but it's not just his heart he receives as he gets his ghost as well. The two of them try to work out their racial tensions and attempt to discover who killed Dens. Hilarity ensues, supposedly. This film is painfully awful, but it does feature something that you just don't get enough of these days in Hollywood. A comedy set piece featuring a 10-inch dildo. The I Am Motherfucking Daniel Barnes synopsis (laughs) says... A racist cop receives a heart transplant from a black lawyer he hates who returns as a ghost to ask the cop to help take down the men who murdered him.
1: So, Heart Condition was released February 2nd, 1990. It was written and directed by James D. Perriott. Does not have a lot of other film credits to his name. A lot of writing and producing credits for television. A few directing credits as well. Worked a lot in TV. This is one of his few films, hard to believe. Uh, It came out, as I said, February 2nd, 1990. This was Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day, baby. That's significant because this movie
0: goes on for fucking ever. (laughs) It just keeps
1: going. It came out less than two months before the Oscar ceremony where Denzel Washington won the Best Supporting Actor Award for glory. So sad. He was actually already Oscar nominated for the role when this film was released. Bob Hoskins hot off the biggest success of his career with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. However, the film was decidedly unsuccessful with audiences and critics, has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes, so there's only seven reviews, 35 audience score on Rotten Tomato. no entry on Metacritic. Film opened in ninth place at the box office and took in a little over four million dollars overall. Roger Ebert said, quote, the movie is all over the map trying whatever seems to work at the moment. The problem is that fans of violent movies will grow impatient with the whimsy involving the ghost, and fans of reincarnation comedies are there are lots of fans of re- <laughs> is that a huge fan club for reincarnation companies are going to have a hard time dealing with sordid plot details. Washington Post critic Critical had largely the same take, writing, quote, The film is caught somewhere between seriousness and cheesy exploitation. Corky McDonald. Yeah. This movie often felt to me like an A list version of a movie we reviewed just a few weeks ago. Collision Course. Right. Starring Jay Leno and Pat Morita, but here you have a huge upgrade in the cast. Yes, your racist cop. You go from Jay Leno to the great Bob Hoskins. Fantastic, Bob Hoskins. The uh, fish out of water, or whatever you want, his his uh, his mismatched partner, the target of abuse. You go from Oscar nominee Pat Morita to Oscar winner mm-hmm. Denzel Washington. You've got cops. You've got racism. You've got a scene at a bowling alley with.
0: The same guy. With the same guy from Collision (laughs) Course.
1: You've got racism. You've got racism. (laughs) But of all of the racist 1980s comedies we've reviewed lately, and there's two of them, Mm -hmm. uh, which did you prefer and why?
0: Oh. I gotta say, uh, if you're asking me that, I preferred collision course. Yes. Because collision course at least (laughs) tried to be one thing. It was like
1: it was at the right level for the actors involved. It's almost like Denzel and Bob Hoskins are way too good yeah. for trash like this and they are kind of like giving their all in certain scenes yep. and, and it it works against the film's likableness. The I think.
0: tone of this movie, that's the biggest takeaway from for me for this. The tone of this movie is all over Insane. the fucking place and that in it, Right there, the two fantastic acting yeah. actors acting their asses off in this shit movie also helps to make the tone seem discombobulated. Right,
1: it does. The movie is sometimes is a slapstick comedy. Sometimes it is a lurid cop drama. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it is a metaphor about race relations. Right. It's all fucking over the place. And I'm talking... I'm like within a scene, too. Not just scene to scene, but within a scene. And again, here's my... Standard complaint about any movie we do on the show. The music yeah. score is fucking nuts, as we see from the very first scene of the film. So, Corky, please try to describe what is happening in this opening scene of the film we're going to review, Heart Condition.
0: If I, I I'm just gonna have to speak in like fractured, tortured glimpses of because that's all you get. You get slow motion. Chloe Webb in who looks fantastic in sure. this movie. She's in garter belts and she's obviously taking pictures of a sex game that's going on.
1: There's a guy wearing a tribal mask.
0: In slow motion, this is happening.
1: Yeah, super slow motion. Like it, a smeary sort of a slow motion.
0: She's taking pictures with uh what do they call the where the film slides out?
1: Yeah, the uh That's slow motion. She's got an instant camera.
0: Instant camera. And then it'll be intercut with <laughs> Credits, which are hot neon cursive <laughs> on a black background, while this New Orleans jazz piano plays like, oh, ba." my god, yes. This goes on for four minutes while this happens, but you also have dialogue. While the slow mo, nobody's saying words, but you hear the dialogue of, like... You
1: just hear, like, mumbling and echoing <laughs> and things like that. And it goes on so
0: long. So long. So fucking long. But, yeah, the music. The music. My God. I want a movie where <laughs> scat singing is set to a slow motion scene of a senator smoking crack and dying. Yes. Do you need an action
1: scene set to slap bass? <laughs> I got a film for you. It's called Heart <laughs> Condition. <laughs> But yeah, so Chloe Webb is a prostitute. This There's a man, he's like a white-haired old man, and he kind of keels over while she's taking pictures. Yeah. And it seems like something's gone wrong. Some people come in to cover it up, and one of them says, quote, I can't believe I voted for this asshole. Right? <laughs> so he's obviously a senator or a governor, some sort of a powerful man. We're now introduced to Mooney, our quote-unquote hero yeah. of the piece, who is... Right away, you can tell he's a racist because he's a Lakers fan talking about how Kurt Rambis is the best player on the team. <laughs> right, <laughs> they're and really going to miss Rambis.
0: Bob Hoskins is sitting there at a at a corner diner, and he's got a cigarette in a hand hap- wrapped around a beer, eating a hamburger, sloppy. And it's like that one picture of the guy who's shooting into his veins, but Jesus's arm is there because in that in that illustration, there's a crack pipe on the table, there's a gun, there's a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> There's a skull with blood in the back. It's like all the bad things at once. All of it.
1: And he's being super racist at the yes. same time. So he's like yelling to his partner who is who is trying to get him to, you know, get in the car. There's some sort of a prostitution sting going on. And at first I was like, okay, they're they're going after this John. Yep. And then real later on you realize, no, that's the cop. They're yeah, that's literally, the cop. literally targeting prostitutes <laughs> in this prostitution <laughs> thing. Anyway, oh it's a total mess. The undercover cop gets the prostitute that they're trying to and trap basically, right. into the car. And Hoskins and his partner start to follow them. But along the way, he sees another car... So this starts a whole chase scene where he's tracking the other car. He talks about how this guy stole his girlfriend. They follow them all the way to Beverly Hills. And then who comes out of the car
0: but? Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Whose character name is Stone for the whole movie. You do not learn his first name until you watch the credits. Yes. You just know him as Stone because that's (laughs) all Bob Hoskins ever calls him.
1: He's just Stone. But yeah, Hoskins is Mooney, is... In a, like a racist rage over this guy Stone, who apparently also stole his girlfriend, yeah. who is Chloe Webb from the opening scene.
0: But it also appears that Denzel Washington's a pimp, perhaps, at the beginning. Because right. he, he gets out and he slaps the two women we've seen he who were He just straight up slaps them while yeah. trying to get
1: him in the car so and away like, from this hotel.
0: Okay, he's their pimp. Yeah. And it turns out, no, no, no.
1: He's their lawyer. Slash
0: boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's their fucking lawyer.
1: He does it all. So he's like... But anyway, this starts like a chasing where... Uh, Mooney sees Stone hit Crystal, Crystal. Is, is the name that's of the Chloe, Chloe Webb, Webb character. Yeah. yeah, the prostitute. He opens fire on his car. <laughs> yeah, that's Just right. opens fire. Denzel takes off because someone is opening fire at his car. And this starts a very long chase scene set to, of course, slap bass and scat singing. It's
0: so ridiculous. I'm watching this. I'm going, I would hear this at a jazz club at 1030. <laughs> at night and nobody would be moving <laughs> and they're doing a fucking chasing down uh, sunset boulevard in this
1: the car chase ends then it starts a foot chase during right that, all over the hollywood walk of fame but
0: during that car chase him and his partner mentioned the word promotion about 15 times <laughs> you're not going to get your promotion no you're not going to get your. Like promotion. you just opened
1: fire on an innocent citizen <laughs> but uh, will this affect my promotion
0: yeah, so the, he's out of the car. He's running down uh, Denzel Are He's trying to run down Denzel Washington.
1: Denzel has some drugs, but he ditches the drugs, yeah. and he's able to escape uh, Hoskins, but then Hoskins actually like smashes a window out and points a gun at him, he's and there's to, a crowd of people he, around him. He would kill a lot of people. There'd be a lot of collateral damage. Yeah, just going to shoot an unarmed man in the middle of the street, but luckily some cops... Some real cops, (laughs) actual, like, (laughs) uniformed cops come up.
0: You know you're watching a bad movie when you're like, oh, thank God the LAPD's there. Yeah, right. I know. (laughs) Like, some (laughs) –
1: they'll defuse the situation. (laughs) Like, how can they not with this fucking lunatic? So, anyway, yeah, the cops are there and Denzel's like, this guy's harassing me. You know, this guy's been chasing me. And Hoskins walks up breathing like Tony Soprano in the last season of The Sopranos. Right. And kicks him in the nuts and calls him the N-word. Right. And arrests him. Yep. And that's the kicker to that scene. <laughs> Next scene, he's get it, Mooney is getting not exactly reamed out no. by the black chief, the stereotypical black chief.
0: Laughed at by the black chief. He thinks it's hilarious. Thinks, yeah. Well, he, he hates him. He doesn't like him. Yeah. And he thinks it's hilarious that he called him the N-word because now he's like.
1: He gets to suspend him.
0: Exactly. Your racist bullshit is not going to fly here. So it's not really tolerated, but it's not dealt with. Like we would deal with it nowadays.
1: Exactly. And as he's turning in his badge, everyone's like feeling really bad for him. They're like, oh, sorry, Moon. He runs into Crystal again and she's like, you okay? There's like a scary weight privilege in there.
0: This movie is a Tom Waits lyric. Yeah. It's like this whole, the tone, the sound of it. Yeah. It's like Tom Waits would sing this movie (laughs) in like postcard from a hooker in LA who used to date a cop who now dates a lawyer. Crystal and Mooney
1: have a conversation that is mostly mumbling. There's a ton of mumbling in this hey, movie. This movie's the hard The sound to hear. is like, I actually turned the captions on at one point because if I turn the sound up, suddenly when the music comes on or when a sound effect comes on, it was just like, bam! Yeah. Like It was so loud, but the all the dialogue is, half of it is muttered under someone's
0: breath. There's a lot of scenes set at the ocean and you'll be having to turn it up <laughs> to listen to the dialogue and then the ocean starts <laughs> crashing in. <laughs>
1: So she gives this film to Mooney. Yeah. And he takes it home and just kind of throws it into a fishbowl. Right. And he goes home to his apartment, and we're supposed to feel bad for him because he's lonely.
0: Sloppy, dirty cop apartment is a fucking trope in these movies. Oh, right.
1: So he starts drinking whiskey with his cat. Yeah. Pouring bourbon into his cat's bowl of milk. Which I don't even think you really should be feeding milk to a cat, much less spiking it with bourbon.
0: But this guy's got not only NAACP on his ass; he's now got the ASPCA on know, his ass, right? and peed on his ass.
1: So we're about fifteen to twenty minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. We have seen Denzel and Bob Hoskins at various times hit women, yeah, abuse animals, and commit hate crimes. Sure, yeah. these are the heroes of the film. Yes. <laughs> so, so m- sorry, go ahead.
0: Bob Hoskins then does a very believable heart attack performance where he <laughs> clutches his heart, says, "Oh," talks to his cat, Chuck, and then falls on the floor. The cat, unfazed, goes back to his booze. Cat's got to have his booze. Right. You get that cat addicted, that's he's, your fault. He's hooked on
1: the sauce now, man. <laughs> right?
0: You need his help. I don't know what he was calling for his cat for during the heart attack. Like, the cat's like, clear. Starts doing <laughs> paddles on him. <laughs> I need 50 cc's of adrenaline stat. <laughs>
1: So this starts a very quick portion of the movie where it basically sets up what is the, the main conceit of yeah. the film. So Hoskins, boom. He goes down. He has a heart attack. He's into the hospital. Oh, we're never going to find a heart donor. Oh, a match just came in. Oh, my God. This guy's in an accident. Uh, what, what is he, a pimp or something like that? No, he's a lawyer.
0: Oh, yeah. the doctor- Who
1: is it? Denzel.
0: Okay, so you want to talk about the racism in this movie? <laughs> talk about the fucking racism in this movie. The dialogue between the two surgeons who are about to do the heart transplant—they're uh, giving Mash a real run for the oh, money right. with this witty back-and-forth banter. <laughs> when we find out it's Denzel Washington who's the got in a car accident and, and died. He's a heart donor. He's now. a heart donor. Any t- When the reveal happens, and when they show Denzel the first couple times as the ghost, this African... African chanting. Not African-American church. No. Not anything that hap- It's African... Like
1: fucking Graceland. It's like...
0: Yes. It's so... I was like...
1: The reveal is like,
0: boom. What the
1: fuck? Oh, that fucking lost it there. So yeah, we find out that Denzel has died in a car accident. His heart is now in Bob Hoskins... All of his cop friends gather around his his Bob Hoskins Mooney's bed as he's about to awake and they're kind of like, does he know? Does he know? Does it like what he was in a coma? How the fuck does he know? Right. Or he was out during surgery. He's literally just waking up from surgery. These are not the best vice cops. Not good cops, not good friends. No. Because he wakes up and they decide that, okay, when our friend comes out of surgery, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a musical number we're for him. A <laughs> we're gonna do a little soft shoe. We're gonna do a little soft shoe. And we're gonna place a ten inch black dildo between his legs, yeah. even if this guy was not a racist cop, that would be upsetting to like anyone.
0: <laughs> like, what the f- <laughs> It's like I just had a fucking heart transplant. You like it's like you woke up on the porn island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> what the fuck did you do to Why? me? So yeah,
1: everyone's fucking with. With Bob Hoskins, because they're like, you've got a black man's heart in you now, but they're leaving copies of Ebony Magazine on his desk.
0: People telling him he's walking with more rhythm. Yeah.
1: And he is now forced to go into a desk job. He can't be a a detective anymore. Uh, Isn't that a shame? Yeah. Uh, They got him off the streets. opens
0: fire in crowded (laughs) places. This guy back on the streets. Not at somebody who's committed a crime, but someone he just doesn't (laughs) like. He doesn't like.
1: Oh. But yeah, he misses his old job. He he seems to be starting to make some lifestyle changes. He pulls out his lunch. He's got a banana. He's got a celery stick. He's got all those kind of things. He
0: packed some lifestyle choices. <laughs> he packed some <laughs> he lifestyle choices. He doesn't eat the lifestyle choices.
1: <laughs> but he immediately decides, I'm going to go back to the greasy food. So he goes back to the, the hot dog stand, and he gets his big old hot dog or burger or whatever he's, he's eating. And then all of a sudden... Denzel appears to the sound of, once again, because it was hilarious the first time, oh, we African boy. chanting, oh, we yes. Boy. And Denzel tells him, get that greasy food out of your face, and he realizes, what the hell? Why is Denzel Washington standing there? He's dead. Uh, this starts. Uh There's a lot of goofy sound effects in this first scene. I just
0: wrote, the music is so fucking weird. it's, and so it's like, boink, boink, boink,
1: Nobody, it, it becomes clear right away, no one can see Denzel except for Bob Hoskins. They can touch and have physical contact and stuff like that. Like, he can punch him in the nuts or whatever. Sure, yeah. But nobody else can see Denzel. Denzel's a ghost, but because his heart is in Mooney, Mooney...
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking good. Like, this is... Uh, this is a movie about, like, prostitutes who have heroin forced on them. <laughs> We've watched... What the- this, the whole beginning of this movie, the only laughs have come at the expense of like cops being bullies to each other. Now we're treated to Denzel and Bob Hoskins wrestling over a hamburger that he's going to eat. And it's intercut with Bob Hoskins wrestling with himself with this yes. hamburger while everybody's like that's LA's finest for you. Yeah. It's just, it's what it's wacky
1: so labored. Yeah. That and it's just it's all fucking over the place. Like we just found out Denzel died like 30
0: <laughs> seconds ago in this movie. Denzel seems not too perturbed about being dead.
1: Not at all. He's he's kind of a quipster, actually, yeah. for for a ghost.
0: We also find through Denzel saying, uh, I was murdered. So Aha uh-huh, wasn't just a random cross. Aha,
1: uh-huh. yeah, he believes that he was murdered. And obviously, you know, we can figure out that it's all pretty much tied to whatever was happening in that opening scene because he was w- pulling the girls out of the hotel. The plot and...
0: is it's all there right up top. That's
1: just it. There is one semi-twist that we'll get to, but as far as like the the murder mystery and like who did it and stuff, yeah. like You know right away. Like, you know, from the first few minutes of the movie, there's no twists in the mystery. There's nothing that comes like, oh my God, it was that guy. No, it's the people who you know it is from the opening scene. And that's how it continues. And Chloe
0: Webb's one character trait is going to come back. She takes pictures and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. So now we're at the doctor's office where Bob Hoskins is treating, talking to his doctor like, I'm having these hallucinations. Is this normal? And this is where I started to, to take notice that Denzel changes outfits. Like he's a ghost who shows up no in a different suit every time. Now he's dressed like a doctor, and he's doing shtick in yeah. the doctor's office. He's dressed like a doctor. He's got doctor's glasses on. He's playing around like a skull or something like that, sitting next to the doctor.
1: Like, was this the best way to reach Oscar? <laughs> like, was this the best way? It do just you watch
0: Yeah. Do you want... You, and Denzel's mission changes every scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Mooney arrives home, and... Allows finally acknowledges Stone and and right. allows him into the house and it starts talking to him a little bit and Stone kind of elaborates that they the girls work for the what he calls a basically a pimp to the stars
0: yeah
1: and that's like the main bad guy John Graham John Graham he's the pimp to the stars they work for him Denzel says I represent the girls <laughs> he's just legal counsel like.
0: <laughs> Whatever they do in their own time, it's their own time. <laughs> who pays him? If okay, so he represents the girls. Hookers don't get to keep their They're money. Half at least half's going to the John Graham. Half? Are you kidding me? All of it, maybe. right? Yeah. He's,
1: like, is he getting a cut of the heroin that he's giving
0: them? Denzel's lying to himself about who pays him.
1: Yeah, no kidding. He actually kicks Mooney in the balls and says, "Now we're even," so he can actually like physically interact with him but not with anyone else sure
0: and so i was kind of watching for this in the movie like even car doors he won't open car doors he just appears in the car right however (laughs) this is where my mind starts going how does he sit like if he can't interact (laughs) with actual objects why is he sitting in the car you know what i mean he's there's a scene where he's laying in a bed all the all the costume changes he goes through later on he's wearing a fanny pack yeah who put that fucking fanny pack on you and none of
1: it, we should say, is done with any special effects. Oh no! Because like the 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 poster for the film shows Bob right. Hoskins leaning through Denzel Washington as though this is going to be like a ghost ad thing where he's just a special effect. Yeah. N- no special effects.
0: No, they're in this, they're sharing the same space every time.
1: Sound effects.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> special effects. No.
0: You only know the ghost is there through the bop, ski bop. bop-, bop-, skie- bop. So he gets him to go. There's a lame bit about Denzel being allergic to cats, and then they get him to go to Denzel's house.
1: Yeah, they go to they go to his house where they find that there's an estate sale going on, and this there's like a tender scene with Denzel's mom, Janet Dubois. Yeah, and she's like touching his scars, and Denzel's talking about his regrets, and he never settled down, and he yeah. was always going to. And a, how fucking insane is this movie? Because this is played totally straight right. as like a really emotionally wrenching. Scene. This is like the eighth tonal shift that we've That's had. That's
0: true. And the thing is, you you can see the bits that they meant to be comedy. Like the when they first get to the house, Bob Hoskins just can't believe how expensive the house would be. And he's just railing about that. Denzel is trying to like, hey, they're taking my cactus. They're taking my cat, And he's trying to follow the guys. You see the bits that are trying to be comedy. Yeah. And these are great actors, but it's not working they at They got all. nothing to work with. No. They got it-
1: absolutely nothing. So they get a clue... The red Ferrari. I'm not sure how this. I think the mom says something about how Crystal was in a red Ferrari or something. She also kind of hints
0: that Denzel and Crystal had a more intimate relationship than just lawyer.
1: Yeah. They decide that Mooney is going to basically reserve Crystal for the night through a fake identity.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh,
1: And this starts like a real screaming match between them. So they're back at the at the police station. And they're having an argument, right? But, of course, Bob Hoskins is just screaming at thin air. That's right. He's yeah. also dressing like a detective again and not like a desk cop. Yeah, He's not what wearing happened his with uniform. that? The chief and his partner are watching him through a window, screaming at nothing, the chief. wearing detective clothes, and about to leave the office to go solve a case, even though he is not a detective anymore. Their reaction is, better keep an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> Better, let's see where this goes. <laughs> They're not good cops. <laughs> just... Halfway through the movie, the chief who's played by Roger Mosley just starts dressing like Chubb in Happy Gilmore. He just <laughs> starts wearing golf pants. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So then we get a bunch of like collision sort. Course, a scene at a, a bowling alley.
0: Okay, yeah. They, no, wait, the hip hop bowling the alley. The
1: hip hop bowl. This
0: is, okay, so. Yeah, I, this is
1: played for laughs. It's I like,
0: fucking black love people this. bowling. Oh my God. Yes, that, that's true. Black people bowling is played as life, but it's also the hip hop bowl. There's like tagging on the thing. But the way the movie said it, it was, they didn't, hip hop wasn't commercially as successful as it. Did. As it is now, so it was like still this kind of like, what is this culture? <laughs> there's just two people rapping to each other at a bar. Like that's how the scene starts. They just start going down this bar, <laughs> and people like, "Yo, I'm a rapper, and I'm gonna say we're at the bowling in a major way, like that." And then like that's what happens at a hip hop bowling alley. People just rap. They talk to each other and rap. Can you say it doesn't happen? <laughs> Can I get a drink? Maybe a beer. We got to cheer for the bowling alley here. <laughs>
1: And, of course, there's black people everywhere, so Hoskins is in a full racial panic. He says, they're Black Panthers hungry for white meat. Yeah. I'm just saying what he's saying, man. I'm just fucking saying what he's saying. So Denzel, the reason they go to the bowling alley is because Stone has hidden $200,000 in cash behind
0: the pin setter. What the fuck is the point of this scene? I know it's just, to get Bob Hoskins' money to do what he needs to do to investigate, uh, right? Yeah. Well, what the fuck is the point of this scene? It could have been at his house. Yeah. It could have been anywhere.
1: Didn't need to be there. And there's, starts a little thing with his brother where Hoskins gets stopped on the way out with the money and the brother says, hey, there's 150,000 and Denzel realizes his brother skimmed from him. So it's another thing of like Denzel resolving things with his family. But it ends with him grabbing Mooney's arm and elbowing his brother in the nuts. His brother's
0: name is Archimedes. <laughs> Archimedes in the nuts. <laughs> And so he starts a b- b- bar brawl. Yes. Second cop racist cop movie where there's a bar brawl in a bowling alley. In a bowling alley. <laughs> and Ron Taylor is that that's his name, right? Yeah. He's a bull. Yeah. How the fuck is this guy only cast as a bowling alley? <laughs> he was patron a bowling alley. in a racist bowling cop alley movie. hooligan. That is such a niche. <laughs>
1: Oh, but yeah. So Denzel, he's just—it's weird because like sometimes he's like, "We really got to solve this murder. Like we got to solve this murder and put my life back together and get all this stuff." And then sometimes he's just like fucking around. (laughs) He's just being goofy. Like he gets a Hoskins up and is like, "I'm I'm your personal trainer. Let's get up. Let's exercise and let's eat right." Yeah. This leads to a makeover scene
0: montage.
1: I actually wrote. Will this ever stop? Yeah. I, it, I felt like it went on for at least 5 to 10 minutes of And usually in montage, Buffing the nails In
0: montages you have like those 80s movies like you got to put one foot in front of the yeah, other yeah, yeah. or or uh I'm walking on sunshine <laughs> something like that. This is no Baba <laughs> All bow, while bow, he's bow, getting his nails buffed, his hair, nail, and his
1: hair, and then he's trying on clothes, and it does, like it's a whole long montage set to
0: the same exact bass and <laughs> scat singing. <laughs> I can't even fucking deal with it. They just got Wayman Tisdale just to sit there and pluck on a bass the whole time.
1: <laughs> so the end result is basically that he gets all slicked up and dressed like like Stone. He's in the same kind of suit that Stone would wear. He's had all his hair fixed and he's all been cleaned up. He's wearing more makeup than any oh of the women God, in this movie. Yes. He has like a, a full inch of makeup coming out. It's off crazy. His face. So yeah, so he's gonna take out Crystal. Who knows him? So it's not like she's but he he doesn't want the the John Graham, the pimp to know that the he's pimp taking to the her stars, out. he's right. trying to just get a hold of Crystal and find out what right. she knows. This starts a, a scene where Denzel is essentially Cyrano de Berger racking. That's this right. Date. That's right. He's Roxanne the thing. Yeah. And he's just like basically like here's here's what you say to her, here's what you say, here's how to say the right thing. He's kind of teaching life lessons yeah. to this racist cop who tried to murder him on
0: multiple occasions. And I'm wondering if Bob Hoskins on set needed cue cards to know what Denzel... Because you can't hear anybody in this oh, movie. No, you, you have to assume... Oh, oh, he says he's doing well. Okay, he's doing well. Like, <laughs> I could not hear what the fuck they were saying. <laughs> I also wrote, at this point, God, I miss Long Good Friday, Bob Hoskins. Oh, man. I, I would have loved to seen Harold Shand right here. Mona Lisa. So, yeah. give he's me a great a, actor. He's a fantastic, amazing actor. This is just awful. Yeah. Just and awful. he's not bad in this. It's just a bad movie.
1: No. Like, his... Again, but like we said, his competence and Denzel's competence almost makes this movie worse. Exactly, yeah. It just makes it more difficult to sit through, see them do such stupid shit. Yeah. So, Crystal and Mooney start clicking again on this date. They're making fun of a fancy talking waiter.
0: Yeah, a very (laughs) not Bronson Pinchot waiter comes up to them. I I didn't
1: write down anything that he said, but he starts listing menu items. He's just essentially is like here's here's the menu item and just lists like eight different types of things that would never go together. No, no. Never in a million years.
0: This is somebody who was at some like UCB type theater who had this bit of this character, the waiter who talks funny. Says shiitake mushrooms funny. Yeah. Somebody saw that was like put that in the scene. <laughs> Denzel of course, the high refined guy loves all of this. Of course. The two low class <laughs> white people are like, "Look, at this Frenchy gay."
1: So they go into the bathroom to argue. Because they're just constantly oh, arguing, try. Denzel and and Hoskins. This was probably the one time in the movie that I laughed. Because as they go to the bathroom, there is a dude with like one of those late eighties ponytails, where yeah. he's kind of bald, but the hair is like thick and, and wavy yeah. and slick, and he's got it all tied up in a long ponytail, and he is flossing his teeth <laughs> in the
0: bathroom. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I've never seen anybody. F- Floss their teeth with such a plum, so, just in public, just going for he it. He was like, "This is my moment. This is my moment. I'm gonna floss the fucking." In eighties bathroom, he's doing coke. He's not he's his flossing fucking teeth. his fucking teeth. Oh my god! Chloe and Hoskins ditch the fancy place for a pool hall. Yeah, they go
1: to a filthy pool hall. They start to hit it off more. They kiss. It's kind of uncomfortable because Denzel is there. I mean, he can't kind of can't not be there. But they go to the bedroom tender moment together. I wrote
0: boring sex. Denzel
1: is like listening in the next room. And when they wake up the next morning, Crystal actually says to me, you reminded me of him tonight. And you kind of get their sense that Denzel is getting jealous. He's getting a little pissed off because Hoskins has not even brought up the whole subject of what happened that night at the hotel. Right.
0: So Hoskins finally breaks down and does kind of grill her a little bit. They not even grill her, but just asks her he asks. about. And she realizes, oh, this was all just for this. Yeah, storms out, runs out. He chases her. Denzel We're about to get some slap paw.
1: bass and scat singing, but <laughs> that's right. Suddenly, his ex partner shows up and decides to arrest him. Yeah, they then just let him go.
0: I, yeah, right. They, he, you're fired. I think he just said he says I got kicked off the force.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then in the next scene, he is able to call in a favor. Yes. Well, he's still suspended, I think. I think he's just suspended. They're like, we'll we'll figure out what's happening. To
0: but he you. does say, I, I just got kicked off the force. He turns in his badge and his gun. Okay, yeah. No, oh, he says the words, I got kicked off the force. All right. To me, if he's saying that, he thinks he's fired, or he's playing it up a little. <laughs> and you shouldn't lie to a ghost. They have it hard enough anyway.
1: So... He's able to call in a favor and order an autopsy on a U.S. senator. <laughs> like, there's no other red flags that pop up that like someone can just order it over the phone.
0: A suspended beat cop from L.A. Uh, actually just been fired. He's calling an autopsy. Go for
1: it. He's really racist.
0: We're not going to. Yeah. We can't fight this.
1: This is how it's done, Clarence. So they're trying to hunt down Crystal still. He goes and develops the film that she gave to him to keep in the fishbowl. Yeah. Uh, He goes to see her at the beach. And this is where we get, I would say, the one twist of the movie.
0: Before that, this is the amount. Like, I can see that this director who wrote it made it, he's a TV guy, because this is solving things in 23 minutes. (laughs) Bob Hoskins pieces together that she had black spots on the bottom of her feet, which means that that's beach tar. The only tar beach with tar is that beach they're walking on. They look up and literally right right there. there. She's right there. Seriously. And Denzel even calls it out. He goes, oh, give me a fucking break. (laughs) Commercial break.
1: So she keeps resisting his offer to help. He tells her he knows what's going on. He's seen the pictures. He's seen the senator's body. He knows about that He's probably was on coke. Yeah. And he OD'd. And she's going to get blamed for it. But she still resists his offer to help. She's still staying with John Graham. And he's like, why, why, why? And she says, it's not for me, but who is it for? And she reaches back and pulls out a baby. A baby. It's Denzel's love child, right? And that's why she won't talk. That's why she won't risk offending John Graham, because she's protecting the baby. Now, this leads to a lot of questions. Yes, the baby is supposedly two months old.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a big fucking baby for two it's months. It's a pretty old.
1: big baby for two months old. So let's. She lost the weight. Fine. That's that's not a that's not an issue, right? How did she hide the pregnancy right, from, from Denzel, Denzel Washington, yeah. who was her boyfriend slash lawyer the entire time?
0: Yes. Also, if that baby's two months, I would hate to see its birth weight. That woman's <laughs> vagina would be wrecked because this baby, when they they have to bend their knees when they pick up that baby at <laughs> two months. This baby can track people. It's always looking at the boom mic above. Babies at two months can't focus. <laughs> Don't bring a two-month-old baby out to the beach unswaddled. So
1: this leads to, again, another attempt at kind of a a sort of tender moment where Denzel sees his child, Stone sees his child, and is like, hey, Mooney, come back here, hold the baby, and let me kind of experience it vicariously through him. But Mooney, of course, goes into another racist panic, and he just walks off.
0: Yeah, I'll give him more heartbreak credit than racist credit on this one.
1: Well, but then he starts on a whole other racist thing where he starts – he actually yells, me and Rambus, man. Oh,
0: yeah. No, this scene now. The next scene, yes. This is all racist.
1: And he screams about a black fucking conspiracy. <laughs> Before we get to this scene, though, there I should – There is a
0: s- you people. He yeah, says you a people. a you people. Yeah.
1: Before we actually get to this scene, though, I should mention that there is an cut scene where the other, the other prostitute who was there with Crystal Portia. that Portia. night, Portia – She is administered a fatal dose of heroin by her pimp.
0: (laughs) That's what this fucking movie is. This pimp is going to such lengths to hide the fact that that senator had two hookers with him. Why? A disgraced L.A. cop is the one making the accusations. You can just be like, I don't know this fucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to murder anybody who knows anything, even a baby. He actually
1: almost like intentionally leaves an evidence trail. As well. It's just like, yeah, you could just plausibly deny it. He's a psychotic cop who is shooting innocent people. There's a
0: point in the movie where his henchman holds a gun to a baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there's this completely insane sequence. I mean, in in an insane movie, this is an insane sequence. Yeah. So the whole black fucking conspiracy scene starts. Denzel screams racial epithets. At Hoskins, yes, they start screaming back and forth racist shit. Mooney has a heart attack.
0: He has a racism attack. He has he, a racist his heart racism attack. boils over so much. He's
1: like rejecting the black heart <laughs> in his body. They're like seriously, it's but true. then the his, next scene, his own
0: cells, the white blood cells, are all got like hoods on. They're rejecting.
1: <laughs> but now the next scene. After the ra- screaming racist shit at each other scene, Mooney's in the hospital bed, and yeah. Denzel
0: is lying next to him, giving him a pep talk. Tyler's like, you can do it, Mooney. Come on, man. You can do it. This is what this sounded like to me. They were laying in bed together. It sounded like, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hear fucking shit, man. I couldn't hear anything. It was bad.
1: So Mooney wakes up and in, immediately calls the chief, who, like you said now, is just in golf gear for the, the, the entire movie. rest of the movie. <laughs> All of his cop friends decide they're going to break the law to help this racist piece of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mooney's an AFib the entire last 12 minutes of <laughs> the movie. He is.
1: Yeah. He's he's like half dead at this yes. point. The Graham, f- for some reason, forces Crystal to leave a voice message yeah. on Mooney's answering machine. Essentially confessing to the crime and demanding that he appear at a specific place at a specific time. (laughs) And later complains that people don't check their messages. This is because this
0: movie needs to be wrapped up before the commercial break. (laughs) So
1: they Graham has taken his henchmen and he's taken Crystal and the baby. To this house out in the middle of nowhere that is like a junkie house. He for also brought addicts. the
0: dead po- prostitute too. He brought he the brought, OD he one because she's a prop prostitute. later on that Denzel finds out is dead. <laughs> like he did, lugged her body.
1: And to build tension, to be like, uh, you know, something's bad is going to happen unless Mooney uh, gets there in time. We see one of the henchmen slowly heating up a fucking beaker of heroin? <laughs> like He's got like a test It's, a, cr- it's a
0: crack pipe. It's, is it? Yeah, it's It a was crack pipe. huge. <laughs> it's a big crack pipe. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they like their crack. <laughs> Maybe they just were mishmashing all kinds of drugs together. He's like dropping hits of acid into
1: beer. So Mooney escapes the hospital. He's driving out to Malibu. He's barely hanging on. Yeah. Or if he's going to Malibu, I don't even know where the fuck This is going. one of those
0: 80s movies or late... Early 90s where the cops just kill people with impunity. A cop on a mission can just shoot anybody with a shotgun. Absolutely.
1: If it turns out he's in the right,
0: you yeah. Know. And all those cop buddies uh-huh. are gonna help him do this. Yes,
1: they're like awesome. This sounds great. So this starts a just deadly dull and far too long cat and mouse game oh my in God, this it's house awful. where they're wandering around and Hoskin is ambushing and firing his shotgun anywhere everywhere. He gets shot is still able to find Crystal and the baby, lead them out of the building. I mean, he's just
0: He's shot in the shoulder, and he's using his arms no problem. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous, man. There's really,
1: really awkward staging. There's no sense of spatial logic, no sense of screen direction. Stuff is... Guns are getting fired. People are getting shot. Big old cracked-in shootout. The bad guy, Graham, gets the drop on Mooney, and he's about to kill him, but then his cell phone rings, and Mooney... Looks up, kills him, falls out the window as he shoots his uh, fatal shot into Graham, and then just collapses on the beach.
0: Graham is betrayed by his cell phone, as we all have been <laughs> exactly. at one point in our lives. But that the stunt where Hoskins falls out the window—it's a lamest stunt it's ever. Really bad. He falls down like a slope of four feet, <laughs> and it's like a slide. He falls down.
1: <laughs> so. At this point, so he's saved Crystal, he's saved the baby, he's killed the bad guy, and then the film does a little bit of a fake-out where you see church spires, and you hear a pipe organ, and you think, oh, they're all at Mooney's funeral. Nope. They're at his wedding. The Bonnie Raitt song, Have a Heart, comes on.
0: Is that Bonnie Raitt? I thought it was Amy... uh, No, it was Bonnie Raitt. Okay, Bonnie Raitt.
1: (laughs) And all of the racist monsters have all gathered sure. and they're all hugging each other Everybody's and they're all loving happy. it. They're yep. all all loving it. What I loved was that the cop. The young cop? <laughs> the young cop who was entrapping the prostitute
0: and the prostitute that he entrapped were both at the wedding. That's his date for the That's wedding. That's his date! <laughs> it's like, what fucking world is I, wa- I want to see the scene where he went back to entrap her again. It's like, okay, I'm not gonna arrest ya, but yeah. here's what you gotta do. Community service, you gotta be my date at my friend's wedding. Look, he's a racist. Nobody wants to be seen with me there. Come on.
1: So Crystal and Mooney, they get married, everyone's celebrating, the baby is there, Stone's love child is there, and they all take a picture at the end, and in the picture, Hoskins is kind of holding out his off-arm, and sort of looking up with this sort of beatific gaze, Yeah. and people are commenting, and they're like, why is he holding his arm like that? And they say, well, it must be his heart condition. The picture fades, uh, kind of fades in, fades in, fades in, and there's Denzel, being embraced by Mooney, and they're both looking at each other with this very loving sort of a gaze. Yeah.
0: I, how many movies do you know where the last line is the title of the movie? That's a good point. I, I When I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they really just did that? They really did. That must be as they look at camera, heart condition. Yeah. Well, I mean, Have it's always... Home.
1: It's always, like, often a, that really uncomfortable scene in the movie where somebody does explain the title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like... Here's why it's called Disturbia and This is whatever. a clear and
0: present danger <laughs> Yes, our exactly. That, uh, that song at the end, uh, I thought it was Amy. Have a home. Yeah. Um, well, I, I can't think of her name. Amy uh, Graham. A- Amy Graham, yeah. My girlfriend was in the other room, right? So I'm watching it and the movie ends. And then I rewound it because I want to see if it was that same guy from the bowling alley scene. Yeah. And then I hear from her, she goes, babe, are you fucking done with that movie? <laughs> Because that song was just driving her crazy. She couldn't get to sleep. And that song, she's like, that song went on for fucking ever. Yes. That's the only word you hear. Have
1: a. But it tied in because heart condition. Get it.
0: Go heart condition. Right?
1: Did you just get that? So that is heart condition. Mm. Heart condition. Thanks a lot, Gav. Thank you, Gav. Corky, any final thoughts on Heart Condition before we wrap it up and give her ratings?
0: If you want to watch Hoskins and Denzel. Watch them be better in other good no, things right. worthy of their talents. Totally. There's one scene in here where they're talking in after Hoskins got the makeover, and they're in a hotel room somewhere, or something like that. I'm like, there's a fucking good scene here because it's two great actors. Yeah, but the rest of the movie is made worse by how good they are. We exactly. said that, but it's 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 bonkers.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they shouldn't be slumming. Jay Leno should be slumming.
0: Yeah, that's actually not. Slumming Denzel for Washington Jay- shouldn't be. Slumming. <laughs> no,
1: that's a high rise apartment for Jay. Leno. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. Let's give our ratings just to remind people. Dare is a run-in-the-mill bad film. Double Dare for the truly atrocious. Reverse Dare for the movie that we actually think is pretty good. I'm going Double Dare all the fucking way. I Half, I don't even want to say half. I 120th admired how nuts this movie is. Sure. And how it weirdly tries to do something. But man, it does it so bad. Yeah, it, it, it's an excruciating watch, and the music is bonkers. Yeah,
0: this is double dare for me too. Uh, one of the things I love about this podcast is we get to revisit movies from the late '80s, early '90s that were just totally forgettable, mm-hmm. and see if they're they shouldn't be. This is sh- you should be Forget forgettable. It. Don't watch Heart Condition. Do not. All right, that's all we have for you on this episode of Dare Daniel, but we'll be back next week to review another one of your movie dares. Thanks again, Gav, from Films on Trial.
1: Until then, send your most sadistic or altruistic movie dares to us at daredaniel.com. Be sure to follow Dare Daniel Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can read more of my movie reviews in the Sacramento News and Review and at newsreview.com. Corky! Where can people find more of your work?
0: I'm performing every Saturday night at the Sacramento Comedy Spot with Anti Antac Cooperation League, or I'm at the Hip Hop Bowling Alley just with laying my girl down. Sally, <laughs> just coming back from a rally. <laughs> Don't dilly-dally. Come on down to the bowling alley.
1: <laughs> Those have some hot rhymes yes. for the Hip Hop Bowl. So for Dare Daniel, I'm Daniel Barnes. Our producer is Gianna Flores.
0: And I'm Corky McDonald saying, that's just my heart condition.